Hello, and welcome to Stream Dreams with Tim and Tom, the original streamers. Streamers. I was going to say dreamers. stream queens. <laughs> stream queens. Uh, uh, the only podcast about streaming stuff. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. We should have rehearsed that. You you beefed that, Tom. I'm just thinking stream queen is probably a pornographic thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're not the original stream queens. We're the new stream queens on the block. The new and improved. <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh I don't think we've yeah, I was gonna say I don't think we've done an episode of Stream Dreams before. <laughs> of course we haven't. It's a new show. It's a new it's a new show taking the world by storm. Yeah. Because even when we do I mean, in fairness, when we've done Tim and Tom go to the movies, we've never actually gone to the movies. <laughs> we've Tom. just we've just watched well, they've been older movies. They yeah. haven't been people didn't think we went and saw heat in theaters. I don't know. They have revival houses. Tom. That's true, and oh. also especially during the pandemic, they had those uh, when like yeah. movie theaters were closed, and it was like, oh, you can rent out a yeah. movie theater oh, for yeah, you and true. eight of your friends. Um, it'll cost a hundred bucks. Just please <laughs> come and buy some candy or something yeah. from us. Well, I bet most people probably think, uh, oh, if they went and rented a movie theater, they probably would have mentioned that during the podcast yeah. where they talked. It would have been cool. Like you, they had some pretty cool lists. I bet he yeah. was on some of those lists. Do you think? Because that's like a longer movie. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. I mean, I think they would care. You want to get people in and out of there. Although, I don't know. That's the thing with movies nowadays. Like, they're all long. That stinks. And I just remember... Well, I saw something first off recently. What? Oh, it was James Cameron. Uh, James Cameron did an interview recently mm-hmm. that that was pretty good just because was combative about anybody about, who's ever talked shit about any aspect of Avatar that first up <laughs> and like name things like specifically of like oh people are like I don't remember any of the characters names and I don't remember anything that happened in the movie <laughs> like fuck you you're gonna come see the new one you're gonna love it and you're gonna think what an idiot I was but uh he was also talking about because like uh, I don't I don't think they've put out how long the new one is, but I'm sure it's long. Yeah. And he was like, I want to hear that shit. He's like, people sit and watch television for eight hours in a mm-hmm. row, so fucking save me on like oh three hour movie. Yeah. Didn't he? It's, uh, didn't he say like, so get up and go to the bathroom and come back. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Which honestly is, I think you know, most people's problem with long movies yeah. are just like, at some point I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. I mean, sometimes if long movies are bad, that's you true wish too. that uh, a movie was over because it's bad. Yeah. I've like, also, oh, if this was shorter, it wouldn't be on anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've also like gone to three hour long movies. Like if a movie's three hours and it's like, all right, well I can't go to like a nine or 10 PM show because I'll be exhausted right. by then or like everything's going to be closed afterwards and right. you're not going to be able to get like dinner or right. uh dessert maybe so you usually go for dessert after a movie a lot of times Tim, i want to bring my best gal my wife to buy do a milkshake <laughs> after a movie one day well uh the last time i saw a movie which i believe was the the new doctor strange which we just talked about in the thor episode mm-hmm. um Afterwards, we went. There's a, an ice cream shop right next door to uh, Nighthawk Cinema in mm. Prospect Park. There's an Ample Hills next door, so nice. it's on the way of the car. You kind of got to stop. Who doesn't like ice cream? Uh, lactose intolerant people. They, Although a lot like of them, them do them. like yeah. it, yeah. And it's just you know, unfortunately, this stinks for makes them. me diarrhea in my they pants. Live in hell. Yeah. Um, Tom, I watched a movie. I streamed a movie. What what movie did you stream? Everything. Oh, Everywhere, yeah. all at once. Uh-huh. Is that what's called? Yeah, I think so. Um, have you seen? Have you streamed that movie? I yet? have. I've not watched. I think like the last half hour. What? Because uh, my girlfriend fell asleep, ah. and it's one of those like, ah, oh, we have to like, we have to finish that movie, but also uh, like, oh, I like she is like, I was like nodding off, so yeah. I don't know. I feel like when you just I forgot. Start it over because yeah, it's also I, like I an accumulation would... of like emotion and stuff yeah it like builds yeah it's not, it's not a good movie to chop in at not a good movie to get up and pee during unless no. you can pause it yeah they should bring pausing to movie theaters 
They should. They should bring intermissions. <laughs> I saw when I went and saw Tom, mm-hmm. the Hateful Eight. Yeah, there was an overture. There was an intermission. It was lovely. Well, and we didn't we didn't mention this last week, but there was an intermission in uh, two thousand one. Oh yeah, like uh, you know, and it and it's still in the you know digital version <laughs> of just like an intermission with music. Uh, I fast forwarded through it because uh, I didn't need an intermission. Yeah, but it's nice. Yeah. Well, it's not nice in in that. It's like, oh, I could just pause. Like you could you could have a very short intermission and you just be what? like, this is a good place to pause if there you if you need to be. There is a little bit of like sometimes I like to watch live TV mm-hmm. because uh it, you know, it has commercials so like, oh yeah, you can get up and like run to the kitchen or whatever, yeah. or do mm-hmm. something you need to do. You get built-in breaks. Yeah, and I really like also like trying to be back for when it's back. Like, uh-huh. I think I just have nostalgia for the nineties where it was just like everything. Like I can't rewind on the TV or whatever. Yeah. So it's gonna, I gotta make it my beeswax to have my butt back on the couch. Well, and especially like, remember uh, like when you're a kid and you're watching something with the whole family and then commercial breaks, sometimes more than one person had to go to the bathroom. And then it was like, oh, all hell's breaking yeah. loose. Hurry up. Like somebody's got to run to a different bathroom or, yeah. Like, you got to go quick because I got to go and I can't miss a minute of vertical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're watching like with your parents and they were like, no, I need to go first so I can be, <laughs> be insured. That no, I, I don't want to miss a minute of vertical. <laughs> yeah. My dad was always shoving me out of the way. <laughs> no, I need her. I need Big to be back guy, first. Yeah. I can't miss it. Um, but yeah, you don't have to do that nowadays. You can just pause things. Yeah, kind of don't like that. I think the convenience culture yeah. is ruining us, making uh, us soft. That's what I mean. That's everything. Everything got more convenient, so now we're nostalgic for things that like everything got more convenient. So everybody's pissed off all the time when things aren't like <laughs> if things the take most a ha- more yeah. than a half a second to yeah. load up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if teenage uses could see the the. the entertainment options at our fingertips nowadays we wouldn't have been able to even dream of it i think that's true Mm -hmm. but also like who cares (laughs) we were fine we were i was entertained as a teenager that's true yeah and sometimes i was bored that was cool (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking i was i was thinking about this literally the other night because i was thinking about how I think I got my first cell phone when I was a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. And then like by the time I graduated college, it was and like I remember when I had that first cell phone, I didn't bring it with me everywhere necessarily. Right. Because it was like, well, I I don't I don't need it. Like a lot of it was like, I don't really know other people, too many other people with cell phones. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm not going to be calling anyone's house while I'm out. <laughs> like, this is fine. But then by the time I graduated, it was like, oh, not only do I bring this everywhere, I'm on it all the time. Yeah, and I can't, and I have anxiety if it's not on me. Yeah. Um, Things happen fast is is my point. I was thinking about how uh, I went to college in mm-hmm. New York City. Yeah. Which is like a safe city. Mm-hmm. But like... My parents were just like saved right. him in the mid '80s when you were in college. <laughs> no, it was the year when you 2000. went to when you went to Times Square University. But I didn't have. Did I talk about this? I didn't have a cell phone, and I sure wait. Shit. When did you say you were in college? The year 2000. Oh, I thought you said the mid 2000s. Oh no, no, and no I no. was like Tim. <laughs> the year 2000. Okay. Um, it's like, are you gradually going to keep moving this back? I had a phone in my dorm room, but like never answered it. Yeah, and if somebody here. left me a voicemail, I would never listen to it. Or yeah, I don't think I it. knew how to listen to it. So my parents were just like, this guy lived with us for 18 years. We raised him. Mm-hmm. We're going to send him to New York City with no way of getting in contact with him. Even like we have his phone number, but that's not going to like, yeah, we I... just had to like rely on him. And I was an asshole and a dummy. Mm hmm. It's weird. I don't think anybody. Would no, do that's that what shit I was now. talking about. That I, I was thinking about how it's like, oh, like I would like sometimes call home, like I don't know, like once a month, <laughs> and it was like, and I wasn't exchanging other information. It's not like oh, I didn't call home, but I was texting yeah. or whatever. It was like, oh, I hope our son's alive. Yeah. I guess in a few weeks <laughs> we'll know whether that's the case or not. 
If he decides to call. <laughs> if he decides to call, because, yeah, we can't call him because, uh, his, his, yeah, he doesn't answer his room phone. <laughs> I don't think I even had a phone plugged into it, honestly. Oh, really? And, uh, and uh, you know, his cell phone's off unless <laughs> he's planning on using it. <laughs> Stream well, dreams. Stream dreams, Sam. Well, this is going to become relevant because I have some things to say about the cell phone usage in this. Uh, uh, okay. You want to get right into what man versus beast? What is it? Docu-series? Would you call it? <laughs> Tom, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I. All right. We watch Man versus B starring Mr. Beans, Rowan Atkinson, uh, a Netflix series that is nine episodes. However... I think the first episode's 19 minutes long and every other episode's like 10 to 13 with two minutes of credits. Yeah. So like really like eight or nine minute episodes. Yeah. And I, and I watched a, I I read up about the movie a bit, read some interviews, watched some interviews. It's a streaming series, Tom. Uh, Well, that's what I was going to say that it's interesting how they kind of talk about it because they're like, well, we like really envisioned this as a movie and it seemed kind of that they were dancing around. That was like, well, no, we envisioned it and then we shot it <laughs> as a movie. Uh, and then apparently whoever the original buyer was didn't want it anymore. Why not? I don't know, but they sold it to Netflix and then I imagine it was probably some kind of like pay or play deal. Yeah. Where it's like they already paid for the production, but it's like, but then if you take the movie, it's going to cost you an additional, you know, $500 million or whatever. And they were like, oh, no, this isn't right. We're not going to make a return on investment here. But Netflix was like, if you can chop it up into mm. nine episodes <laughs> for some stupid reason. Um, I think that worked in its favor. I'll also say, Tom, mm-hmm. this is the first thing I ever watched in this way i watched it at 1.5 speed oh really <laughs> which you I can watch, do on netflix yeah. which i think shouldn't be allowed i think netflix should be like i think that does like screw up the the comedy no actually i think the oh, physical comedy of yeah, uh rowan probably. atkinson at his age yeah um i think it kind of it kind of helped yeah but i just think kind of like in general, old silent movies that are played at like a little bit faster frame yeah rate. in general i think it's like a a, a bad way to consume like yeah. i think that's not the intent of the artist to have you like <laughs> yeah. specific timings and like Things go at a pace for a reason, mm-hmm. um, but these Gen Zers just like, oh, we have so much to get through. Yeah, they're not paying attention anyway, so who gives a shit? I watched the last two episodes at one point two five x speed, which I feel I didn't mess with it too much. But also by the last twenty minutes, I was like, all right, come on, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's get this over with. It also, uh, I think it does trick your brain at some point once you get into it, like. You I don't think your notice. brain like processes it the same way, right? Yeah, because yeah. it didn't sound like you're like oh. Blah, blah, blah. And can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. It really wouldn't have made a difference, except Mr. Bean talks in the fucking first minute of this thing. <laughs> He's talking the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yes, he was uh, full of shit this whole time. Yeah. He would talk. I mean, he would talk in Mr. Bean, but he would just say like. Hello. Yeah. He would just say one word or so. Yeah, he said a lot of words in this one. He sure did. Well, he's playing a Mr. Beans was playing a different character. Tr- Terrence? Trevor? Terrence, I think. I think it was Trevor. Trevor. Uh I don't have it in my notes, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, there's no way to no. Um, uh, but I did all right. We'll we'll just get into it, I guess. The movie starts or oh, the TV show, the, the series, the limited series. series. Trevor um, starts with him. You know, it's it's. Uh, you think for a minute, like, oh, is this going to be like Pulp Fiction, where it's like out of out of sequence storytelling? Yeah, because it starts at the end, which is him uh, being sentenced for like destruction of property, and they like flash to. Uh, like scenes of him with like a flamethrower, like burning the house down, which I actually felt kind of like, it's like, oh, okay, well now I know how it's going to end, which again is why like the last two episodes, I was like, I already saw scenes. Yeah, yeah. I know um, at some point he's going to get that flamethrower we've already seen. I did think it was interesting that um, 
the uh that first scene was the exact same first scene of uh that david cross show todd margaret yeah oh yeah it's <laughs> like true. that for like it's literally them listing off his crimes and sentencing him and yeah then and then you see back, what yeah. actually happened uh, todd margaret's a lot better than this show yeah though. but they're uh, all wearing the wigs in both of them well they wear the wigs in real life yeah um although i did find it uh, I mean, there's there's a few things in here that uh, you where you kind of have to suspend disbelief because uh, he's he's found guilty on every charge and he's about to be sentenced and they're like, do you have anything to say? And he's like, well, there was this bee. That's like he funny. waited to bring up the bee until yeah. after he was found guilty. Yeah, that's true. Uh, although, you know, in fairness, it's like, I bet probably the lawyers were like, don't bring up the B that's not going to help you. Um, but it did, it it confused me because I was like, oh, we're in the courtroom, man versus B. Now we're going to hear from the B. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, the beginning of the movie, there's like, uh, also I noticed streaming series, streaming series limited series so apparently you know they they shot this it sounds like early in the pandemic okay um uh it, it was not a real house that was all a set it was the parasite house <laughs> presumably it looked a lot yeah. like the house from parasite like, yeah, i guess it's just how rich people do you think they saw they were just like yeah it'll take place in the parasite house pretty much i think it was probably a like Oh, we'll we'll just use that like minimalist yeah. aesthetic for this rich person's house yeah. so that uh you know it, it's easier for us. But apparently they were trying to film it in a real house, but understandably during COVID, yeah. anyone with like a house that nice wasn't desperate enough for the money yeah. to be like, Oh yeah, we'll move out for a month and you can just, you know, use our house. Right. Have have fucking Mr. Beans destroy our house. <laughs> You would never agree let Mr. To that. Bean come into your house. You think Rowan Atkinson did the actual negotiating? Like, hey, I'd like to. <laughs> that would be the house. worst. Uh, yeah, don't send tactic, him. Yeah. If anything, try and keep it a secret that he's even going to be in this. Yeah. To tell him, oh, it's a, it's a, a TV series about a bee. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. No, mostly just about a bee. Yeah. Um, but I did notice in the beginning there. I was glad that it didn't really happen again. But right in the beginning, there's like very weird green screen. I didn't notice. It was going too fast. It's like when when uh, (coughs) Rowan Atkinson first shows up at the house, it's like, oh, he I can't tell if he's not standing in that doorway, but surely what's behind him isn't real, which again makes sense because it's a set. But uh, I didn't really notice it again. Like, there's a cop that comes to the house a few times. Yeah. And that was shot differently where I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's like a real uh, either outdoors or a set, but he's actually there. But it seems like maybe Rowan Atkinson wasn't there when they shot those exteriors. So they there's just one weird shot. Wow. Which at first I was like, oh, no, this is going to be one shot is the one flaw in this whole series. (laughs) No, but it was like, oh, is this going to be one of those things where it's like they couldn't get everybody there at the same time? And so just every development. Yeah. So just five or whatever. Everything's green screen and looks awful. Luckily, that wasn't the case. Um, I think. Oh, wait. Do you want So he's he's. Arriving to be the house sitter yeah. for a rich couple. I thought the rich couple was perfectly cl- cast, particularly the husband. I thought like he was like a perfect like rich dick. Yeah. Yeah, they were very well cast to the point where uh, it did a good job kind of like uh, making you not actually feel bad for them. Right. Because like throughout the movie, a bunch of stuff happens, TV show. Series, limited series. Limited series. Season one. Streaming. Um, a lot of stuff happens throughout where I was kind of like, well, all right, these people seem like they're dicks, but surely they don't deserve <laughs> this. <laughs> like, surely, you know, the damage this man is causing is 100% his fault and he's hiding it from them. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, 
So he's let's maybe describe what the setup is for people that that uh, maybe I can only imagine don't have access to Netflix. That's why you wouldn't watch this show. Mm -hmm. He's house sitting. He's he's seemingly somewhat recently divorced. He has like a young teenage daughter that he has had to cancel a vacation with. They were going to go camping because he got a job last minute. Somebody somebody canceled for this house sitting service. He somehow got the job and he's there. You're led to believe he's been down on his luck for a while. He hasn't mm-hmm. been able they to find surprised work. surprised that he had a job. Yeah. So it was like, oh, he couldn't find work. He finally found work. He had to reschedule with his daughter. Um, he's never house sat before. This is a very complicated house. Part of me wondered about like, oh, is this like Rowan Atkinson's like, like, oh, these new this new smart home I bought <laughs> that is so it. confusing. I could I could do a whole satire about how I don't know how to turn the stove on. That was uh that was a big thing. Like uh that kind of annoyed me and took me out of it because it's like, oh, this smart house. So like we're already in a in a situation where like nothing operates the way that like I'm familiar of things yeah. operating, and there were some good gags about like there you didn't some, get things open and stuff. Yeah, there were some there were some good gags, but then there were some things where it's like, well, why would it be set up that <laughs> way? <laughs> um, and then that the rest of that first episode is just like setting up like all the things you're gonna watch him destroy. So like, yeah, he, or like. Uh, the- the homeowners give him like a quick tour of like all their extremely expensive. Uh, uh, it's most like artwork. Yeah, mention all the things that uh, they shouldn't do. The he shouldn't do to the dog to make it crap a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as they started talking about that, I was like, oh, do do we have to do this? Do we have to make it? Yeah, dog don't poop don't feed the dog. Don't yeah. feed the dog anything other than uh, her food, or else yeah. it will diarrhea everywhere. It's like, oh, well, we're gonna see dog diarrhea, and sure enough, we see Rowan Atkinson slide into mm-hmm. dog diarrhea later in the movie, in the TV show, in the Netflix limited series. Um, so uh, he breaks a a piece of art. And the head falls off the statue. Yes, yeah. And he, he tries he to glue it, it back off on a, yeah, a, a pedestal. pedestal. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he tries to glue it back on. I think there was a really good gag when he took out the hair dryer. <laughs> yeah. And it blew the head off. Yeah, because uh, he's uh, trying to dry the glue. Yeah. 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 Um, whatever. Um, the bee comes. The mm-hmm. titular bee. Yeah, the bee we've all heard about. Yeah, and so it's in the house. So there's a manual. That explains how all the stuff, all the codes for the smart house, how everything yeah, works. Yeah, because it, the the homeowners are in like a big rush, right, to leave. So they they go over things quickly. But anytime he's like, "Wait, what was that code again?" They're like, "It's all in the manual. It's all in the manual." So now he's uh, he's trying to make soup at one point. <laughs> yeah, this is and like... he puts the manual on a burner on the stove and puts a pot on the other uh-huh. burner on the stove. And then turns on, and of course he turns on the wrong one. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. How is the bee responsible for this at all? <laughs> this, this is his own incompetence. And this is this is where I lose sympathy for Trevor, is it? Mm-hmm. Yes, for Trevor. Because he's blaming all of this on the bee. Yeah. No, he's just a freaking idiot. And there happens to be a bee there also. Yeah, because most of his uh, problems are because he doesn't have that manual he yeah. doesn't know how all and the, the smart bee didn't home... burn the manual. The no. bee didn't even like distract him w- w- to burn the manual. No, he put the. Do you ever put anything on your fucking stovetop? No, especially not something that can burn. Yeah. Like I might put another pot yeah. <laughs> to move it out of the way. Uh, oh, but so angry at that part. Me too. Like watching him do it, it's just like, all right. Of course, this is going to be like a you know a comedy of errors. But that's a that's a a, a f- uh, forced error there, unforced error. Yeah. Like you didn't have to do that. And the other thing that bothered me about it, even at one point five x speed, mm-hmm. is like, all right, as soon as it went on the stove, like we didn't need another like five minutes <laughs> yeah, before it, it caught so on long. fire. It's like we know it's gonna catch on fire. Yeah, the burner's on. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's just like a thick cover so it yeah. takes a while but no like, no need for that to be drawn out yeah as much as it and was. like he can't figure out why his uh why his uh soup isn't cooking so he turns the burner up 
It's like, come on, you smell something yeah. burning and uh, yeah, real stupid. I I would have preferred uh, uh, that manual were disposed of in in some some other fashion. Like I get it that you have to get rid of it to to explain why he doesn't know like the security codes and everything. Right. But uh, but yeah, just stupid. I mean, and also like a little force too that he uh he's just being so uh, secretive to the homeowners. That's the other thing. Of just like, can you just remind me what those codes are again? Yeah. Like uh, that something happened to the manual. I'm very sorry. <laughs> but like at a certain point, it's like you're causing more harm than good by, yeah. by keeping that a secret to yourself. There's a lot of secret. Key. Well, all right. so episode two. Yeah, I have right, right after uh, my note. Uh, I have putting the book on the stove. Come on. And then my next line is this guy's a stone cold moron. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I never remember being this angry at Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean always found his way into these situations in like uh, more clever ways. Yeah. I think apparently the, the guy who wrote the movie, uh, he said he is he had been unsuccessfully pitching B battles to Atkinson for years. <laughs> and then finally his persistence paid off. Yeah, finally he, he got him to, to make this B battle movie. He ruins a painting. At this yeah. point, honestly, just leave. Like who cares? <laughs> just go quit your job as a house sitter. Yeah. Um and then he fixes the painting with uh with barbecue sauce instead of like getting paint. Get paint. <laughs> yeah, he does like a bunch like a bunch of stuff gets destroyed in like pretty quick succession. There's like a a sculpture piece that's like like kind of like a a child's mob- mobile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like hanging parts and he just uses like dog toys and CDs and stuff. There's like an ancient book that gets ripped apart by the dog and he just takes the damaged pages and puts them under the carpet. <laughs> And all this stuff is like, how long do you think this is going to work, pal? <laughs> and this guy. Um, and also, he's a loser and he has a kid, and that's sad, because I don't think losers should have kids. <laughs> well, it's funny, because like at one point, I, I'm watching it, I'm like, all right, he's got like seemingly like about like a 14-year-old daughter, I want to say, yeah, like 12 to 14. And I was like, Rowan Atkinson's pushing 70. Yeah. And I was like, I guess that's possible. Like, yeah, you can have a kid later in life. And then I'm thinking like, oh, Rowan Atkinson's got like an infant, right? Now. <laughs> or like a toddler. Or something. Really? Yeah. Uh, the the woman that uh, he was, uh, James Acaster's girlfriend that uh. he was having an affair with and and left uh rowan atkinson left his wife of uh 24 years for wow they had a baby a few years ago so uh um yeah so he's I, 67 years old yeah so that too i was a little like like actually at first i was like oh is this like his granddaughter and then it was like oh it's his daughter i was like yeah i mean of course that's like true but i don't know it was like I think he's I think Rowan Atkinson's a little old to be playing like a fourteen year old fourteen uh, year old's dad. Yeah, in a thing, it, it just kind of struck me as like, oh, he desperately doesn't want to be playing a grandpa yet. Right. Okay. Here's what I don't understand. And I also wondered, by the way, like he seems to have like an awful relationship with his ex-wife in this or i was like is this also like ripped from the <laughs> ripped from the headlines of just like and she's like very nagging in it very too nagging, and it's just like and mm. just like you know he's like you know excited about like having gotten a job and she's like ah well i can't believe somebody would hire an idiot like you <laughs> yeah okay so the cop comes around uh-huh and for some reason... <laughs> yeah, he's, like, very nervous around the cop all yeah, the time. Yeah, the bee flies into uh, his pants. Oh, yeah. And then for some reason, he's he pretending... He can say to the cop, oh, I'm, a bee flew in my <laughs> yeah, pants. Yeah, it's just like he's pretending like there's not a bee in his pants. It's While like, he's doing a bunch of wacky things with his legs. Yeah. And then uh, at one point, like, like miming... Yeah, yeah, miming, masturbating. Yeah. Um, 
So number one, why can't he just, you know, yeah. like if a bee flew in my pants and somebody tried to talk to me, I'd be like, sorry, there's a bee in my pants. Yeah. Uh, number two, the cop comes around. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to spoil the end of the series here. The cop comes around. He's like, oh, there's been a string of burglaries in, mm-hmm. the, in the area. Yeah. Keep an eye out. But it's then revealed well, that the... Well, yeah. Uh, if you want to reveal it, but I have a <laughs> okay, lot to say okay, about uh, that so later. Anyway, so. Okay, okay. Um, all right. Uh, let me see also, where... Also, Mr. Bean is too calm about all the things going wrong. Like, if you fucked up a rich person's stuff this much, you'd be like, holy shit, they're going to sue the shit out of me when they get back. Like, I'm not going to get away with this. this yeah. is, but he's just like... Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just fix put that. ketchup yep, yeah, over right. it and they'll it never, ever yeah. notice. I think it's dog diarrhea all over his face. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that that you can fix. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't know there's just kind of a, a random aside um, that they have uh, player pianos now that are controlled by, like, iPads. That's I, pretty I, cool. I just, uh, I, one of my notes, <laughs> player pianos are cool now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense yeah. that they would, like, update the technology. But I was like, oh, yeah, if you were, like, a, mm. a real rich person in, like, a nice big house, that must be, like, really nice. Like, oh, turn the piano yeah. on. Like, instead of listening to music, like, uh, a real piano is going to sound uh, better than uh, any stereo. My episode five notes are as follows. Mm-hmm. Player pianos are cool now. Um, the shower dance sequence is the low point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that was like two full minutes of him just dancing in the shower. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised that because uh, I feel like normally those types of things, it's like, oh, just like dance around and then we'll we'll put in some generic music after yeah. the back. But he's like singing along with it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, they had this track picked out. It's mm. like, oh, this is what he's going to sing to. some scam where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah the screenwriter also wanted to get <laughs> yeah. royalties. As a, as a yeah. niece that, uh, that has a band or something. And the third note from episode five, mm-hmm. the most insightful one, Every time he thinks he's gotten rid of the bee, <laughs> he hasn't. Yeah, I mean that's that kind of a, all re- the time. That's kind of a recurring theme yeah. throughout the uh, show. Uh, the next note I have is: old people all look at their phones the same way. <laughs> In what way? Old people like Mr. Beans use their phone with two hands a lot, oh, and they're yeah. always kind of like holding it far from them. Oh yeah, like oh, mm-hmm. l- let me take the full thing. Let me let me scan the whole uh, yeah. phone. What's going on here? Okay, let me uh, let me have my finger ready to select. <laughs> let me have it out already. Yeah. Old people, they yeah. should take all their. I think we should take smartphones <laughs> away from anybody over sixty. I mean, we should start severely restricting what older people are allowed to do, the types of jobs they're allowed yeah. to have. They shouldn't be allowed to make decisions for the rest of the country. No. And they shouldn't be allowed to uh, have technology that's mm. going to radicalize them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was just thinking about that where I was like, how come so many old people still use their phone this way? It's like you've had you've been using smartphones almost as long as like, and like I have more now. hours a day than yeah. I do. Use it with one hand for God's sake. Maybe arthritis is that what's going on? Maybe arthritis. Um, I think what your what you just demonstrated was a mixture of uh, a combination of arthritis and uh, like nearsightedness or yeah. whatever because they're always holding it out as well. Yeah. Um, or old they're folks. holding it you real fix close. Your eyes, old folks. They're holding it real yeah. close. Some of them too. I guess the ones who are far sighted, yeah. um, or near sighted. Whatever you know. What? <laughs> um, pretty soon after this is the first time uh, he seemingly has killed the family dog, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> because he has uh, set a trap for the bee to get trapped in a cabinet, where then he uh, has rigged up like. Poison aerosol cans yes. of like air freshener and presumably some insect spray in there, but who knows? Uh, and uh, what he hasn't seen due to poor sight lines is that the dog has also run in there. He uh, gasses the dog. The dog is like when it passed out and like uh, struggling to breathe. And this fucking idiot <laughs> still taking phone calls 
<laughs> stop taking phone calls. Like every time the homeowners call or his wife calls or his kid, he has to answer. So he's like, you know, got the dog on his lap. Like, oh no, the dog's doing fine. And he's like, oh, it's running off and just like throws the dog and it like bounces on the floor. Um, I don't like that stuff. I don't nah. like like animal cruelty and things. Nah. I find even though, you know, this is like cartoonish, I still find it like throw Mr. Beans on the floor. Yeah, it's just like I don't like yeah. even thinking about that kind yeah. of stuff. So it, it, I I was mad about that. Oh, and then that was also when I started thinking like, you know what? These rich people are very right to be worried. <laughs> Like, you know, they're like kind of playing it for a joke. Like, oh, look at this stuck up bitch. She's so concerned about her dog. It's like, yeah, because the guy's killing her dog. She's she's right to demand that she wants to see her dog when he's acting all sketchy. There's reasons for this. But like you would think uh, rich people would have a better home security system or better home security system. Like they have all that stuff. They have like lasers and stuff, but they don't have uh, cameras. Yeah. And number two. Um, like there's a better way to, uh, leave your beloved dog on vacation than, uh, just having some oaf from <laughs> a, a house sitting service who you've never met before and clearly like don't know anything about the house sitting service either come in yeah. and care for your thing. You would think like, there's like a dog that beloved, Tom. Yes. They'd have some sort of plan. Cupcake there would be some, the dog's yeah, name. exactly. Yeah. Like, uh. She loved that dog that much. They'd either bring it with them, yeah, or, or hire somebody just yeah, to watch the dog. Exactly. Um, they uh, uh, he, he rushes the dog to the <laughs> I vet. Don't know why we're picking this apart so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this movie for? Who's this series for? Children? It's for children, right? That's what I kind of thought. But then he's beaten off in front of the cop. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm getting covered in dog diarrhea, which yeah. I guess it appeals more to children than me. Yeah, but it's like a little too disgusting yeah. for children. Yeah. Like the diarrhea was real gross looking. Yeah, it really was. Um. So he he rushes the dog. He he of course has to take. Uh, I I don't know what happened to his car, so he has to take the uh, homeowners. Uh, I think it was like one, uh, like the first Mercedes or Jaguar E type or something like some fancy car. Uh, apparently, a car that in real life costs two million pounds. Right. Uh, he has to take that to the vet. The, the whole exhaust comes off. He has to, like, put that in the car. But then when he gets back, the bee somehow gets in the car. And instead of just being like, all right, great, I'm just going to close the door to the garage and now my bee troubles are over, he starts tearing the car apart and at one point gets an angle grinder yeah. and, like, cuts a hole in the car. Uh, I think the bee gets out and just, like, flies away. And then he has like a nervous breakdown because he realizes like, oh, I've just destroyed a. That was that was the the main thing that like I thought was like okay, good. At least like they're acknowledging like, like, (laughs) oh wait, I've gone insane that I did this. Like and that he's just like, oh, I'm gonna be fucked now. Like on top of like, wait, I cut into this car for (laughs) wait, why did I do that? It's kind of like uh, I thought that was like the first little bit of like uh, clarity oh, this makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah because it wasn't like uh like he had to go find that angle grinder plug yeah. it in <laughs> it took a while to cut the the hole in it um yeah oh i said uh i have in my notes uh he has a breakdown and it's too real <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i kind of didn't like it because he's like crying and like it's not really played for laughs um and then he's like watching videos about bees and I have in my notes, holy shit, he identifies with the bee that was also thrown out by its wife. Exactly. I said, much like <laughs> him, the bee has also been unfairly scorned by women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He watches this weird video called like the solitary bee. Yeah. And it's like, once once the bee has passed its mating age, it's no longer of any use to the females <laughs> and is thrown out to make its own way. And I'm thinking like, all right, first off, Rowan Atkinson, if you contributed to this, like, no, you cheated on your wife with somebody 26 years younger than you. Relax. You weren't thrown out on, on your ass. And like, 
yeah, I I just found that part very weird. Where I was like, where I was like, is Rowan Atkinson like an incel now? What's going on Maybe. here? Like, yeah. why is why is he identifying with this bee? Yeah, I mean, you can feel bad that a bee is lonely and he feels lonely, but like they definitely had the women angle there, which yeah. like coupled with the cancel culture comments, it's like, <laughs> all right, this guy's got to get off the internet. Like. You should just make movies about uh, falling down and yeah. stuff. Well, it's not like the movie Falling Down, <laughs> where you're confused by the world around you, so you go on a killing spree. Well, yeah, the only there's only uh, I think three female characters in this. His daughter, which you know, yeah. is just uh, she doesn't really have any role mm-hmm. other than being like his daughter that he mm-hmm. loves. Seems like a sweet girl. But then it's his nagging shrew <laughs> wife, and then the nagging shrew homeowner's wife yeah. are the two female characters. I did. I I read about his like cancel culture thing. Yeah, and like I think he had. Oh, he made some good points, Tom. Yeah, l- listen, he had a little bit of a point, but it was the kind of thing of like somebody talking about it that doesn't know enough about it, and it's like. Look, if you can't really talk to what exactly it is that you don't like about this, just just stay out of it. Yeah. Um, I do think Especially when you're Mr. Bean, it's fine. Well, Nobody exactly. Your opinion on this. I mean, the thing I think the thing that got me was like cuz I had heard about all this and I like looked it up and I was like, "Oh, the comments he made are actually like kind of innocuous." Um about cancel culture because actually he was like i feel like he was more talking about like how twitter has like a villain of the day oh yeah uh where he was more like about that of like ah like there's this mob mentality now and like i don't think that's great and uh this particular article then had like and i don't think they were meaning it this way it was just kind of this how fucking articles are now then had like a dozen embedded tweets of like, uh, yeah. you know, m- mid-level Twitter comedians like dragging him for this. And it was just kind of like, oh, I I could kind of see that. <laughs> like, like, yeah. And then these people are just tr- using this as like a, a way to get some likes on a like. Virtue signaling, Tom? Is that what no, you're saying? No, virtue uh, signaling, just, but uh, like. Uh, dragging dragging Rowan Atkinson for like why is he talking about this he's Mr. Bean who's gonna cancel Mr. Bean if you read the actual thing it's like he wasn't really talking about himself he was more just talking about like comedy in general like you know I feel some people kind of gang up on other people and like comedy does need to be able to skewer some things sometimes and uh and like he's kind of he's always had this kind of opinion about about comedy. Um, yeah, I mean, if you saw Johnny English, I didn't see Johnny English. Me neither. Um, but uh, but then uh, I was also reading an interview with him, which again is why I think he shouldn't have said anything. Um, where uh, they asked him, like, "Oh, who do you like? Who, who do you think are like?" good up and coming comedians and to his credit he was like i'll be honest i don't really care about comedy i don't really <laughs> follow anything he's like i think sasha baron cohen's done interesting things it's like oh the, the like your example is somebody whose comedy career peaked uh, what, a decade ago 15 years ago like so it's basically just like oh he's completely checked out and it's like if you're checked out then like don't if somebody asks you about cancel culture, is, give the same answer of like, I'm not really all checked out rich people. Yeah. It's like, cool, continue being checked out and rich and like, don't wade and into when somebody the discourse. Asks you, yeah. Like, you don't need to do this. Um, because then I, because I do agree with the argument of like a lot of these people who have been quote unquote canceled haven't actually been canceled. Nah. They're just whining and complaining because they got called down their bullshit, yeah. but they're still able to make a lucrative career doing what they're doing. And some of these people, even it's like, well, that person got canceled because they uh, sexually assaulted people. It wasn't something they said. The Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah. Like I, I I think there's no um, agreement on what canceled means. Right. Cause like, um, like right after that special 
like his last special was uh was released and he was like getting a lot of criticism for yeah. his anti-trans stuff. Then he did a show at the Hollywood Bowl with like mm. lots of famous people there. He, got, he came out and got a standing ovation and he said if this is being canceled, sign me up or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah, uh, okay, you are so not you canceled. Can't talk, yeah, you, you can't like, complain that you've been canceled. Yeah, it's like you've been saying you're canceled, but you're you're not. It doesn't exist for people like you. You yeah. can say whatever you want, and you'll still have people like the rich and famous yeah. and, and the common man giving you standing ovations, and there's well, going to be like, people that don't like you saying shit too. And you're mad that like, uh, there are Netflix employees that are unhappy about this, but like, guess what? None of those people work in the C-suite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not signing the checks, so you know Netflix is going to keep giving you money. I watched a little bit of the new Ricky Gervais special as well. I haven't um, <laughs> through a, a convoluted, like it wasn't my choice, um, and uh, his anti his trans chunk. Yeah. Is the same. It's the same jokes, yeah, as the Dave Chappelle chunk. Like he's literally using the same exact jokes, yeah, with like the same examples and the same people. And it's just like, what, oh, what really? Are you kidding me? Like, oh, that's weird. Though. This is this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Ricky Gervais. It's that's a yeah. whole other story. But he's always been a hack, kind of with yeah. especially especially with stand up, like. Uh, he he thinks somehow he's like a legendary stand-up. Yeah. When it's like, you got to do stand-up because you made a very popular TV yeah. show and you had your partner on the TV show write all of your stand-up. <laughs> uh, um, and once he stopped writing it, it became very noticeable that you were not that good of a, a comedy writer. He also did a, 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 it's part of his cancel culture shtick, um, yeah. the same way that Dave Chappelle did, talked about how, Sad it was for Kevin Hart to lose oh, the, the Oscar Oscars, hosting yeah. gig, um, and like it's like first of all, who who can even what normal person yeah. not in the Hollywood circle jerk can even name the last three Oscar hosts? Yeah, um, and like both of them were like, you come for a man's career, and mm -hmm. it's so sad. And it's like he wouldn't apologize for those tweets, yeah. and he was like, I apologized at the time. I can't spend my whole life apologizing. And like they're like, cool. He's a man with standards, and they're taking this away from him. It's like, yeah, you can't be unapologetic <laughs> and then complain about the consequences for being unapologetic. Like, yeah, that's the cool like rebel part of unapologetic. Yeah, so you're, is like, you're it's too like, hot for yeah. It's for like, hey, the I refuse to apologize, and if that means that like, yeah, fucking the people can't handle me, then what? But it's like, no, but you have to handle me. Yeah, no, but I still want to yeah. be, uh, you know, the spokesperson for Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like well, then you then you had to be apologetic. Like that's the uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, that's, uh, we'll cut all that out. <laughs> uh, Mr. Beans makes a bomb to try and blow up the B after this. And this is where I wrote, I'm like, this whole thing has a weird tone. And again, I watched interviews where they were talking about how they were, how they didn't want the, they wanted the B to seem to have a little personality, <laughs> right. but they didn't want to make it like a Pixar type B. Right. Which is fine. Uh, I don't think it was even the same B the whole time. <laughs> it certainly wasn't at the end when it's like six months later, the yeah, B comes back. Yeah. It's like, no, Bs don't live that yeah. long. But um, but like when he's making the bomb, I, I didn't mind that. I thought it was like kind of funny, but it was like, I wish this went actually more just like full on Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like that was actually part of my problem that, the tone they try to have more of a serious tone, especially with like him and his daughter, like, oh, he misses where it's like, nah, go like full madcap. Uh, they they kind of seem to keep trying to split the difference, and like that doesn't work because then it's just a man who's insane, like, yeah, like and he's not even the feel bee, bad for anymore. The bee didn't even cause that mayhem, like, there was nothing that the bee did, yeah, it was all just him immediately like being buffoonish trying to get rid of the bee and then it came in to, then it like uh escalated to him being like insane trying to get rid of the yeah bee. it's yeah, not he, like the bee was fucking with him at all the bee was just there just being a bee yeah. uh, give it a personality make it a little stinker <laughs> yeah because he tries to blow the 
bee up when the bee's already outside and yeah. doesn't, you, you know, he's rid of the bee. Yeah. Uh, he he kills the dog again, seemingly, right. because the bee house that he's built for the bee, when you think he's going to be yeah. nice to the bee, lands on the bee, yeah, lands on the dog. Um and then he goes into the house with a flamethrower and he's just flamethrowing the entire house, which again is like, oh, this person's gone full on insane. Yeah. I don't feel bad for him. Yeah, this is arson now. Yeah, when the homeowners, it's like, okay, I get it. They're rich and they're they're kind of uh, mean to him. So we're not supposed to like him, like them. But he's legitimately destroyed their home now <laughs> for literally no reason. Right. And purposely done it. I, I'm i I'm not sure I still align with this man. Um, yeah, I have in my... Because um, then we, we go back to the sentencing and he gets three years in jail. And uh, we see the, the homeowner is like, yes. And again, we're supposed to be like, oh, boo them. And I have in my notes, if someone almost killed my dog twice and burned my home to the ground, I also would be glad he got three years in jail. Um, but now is the twist that you were alluding to yeah. earlier, Tim, if you want to explain. Spoiler alert. Um, turns out all of this man's art, his priceless art was forgeries, fakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And he had it insured as real stuff, so it was, uh, he... Was in cahoots. Was in cahoots with the robbers, who we didn't even really mention oh, that yeah, much. Oh, yeah, the robbers. robbers. That, that was like, the robbers were in it for like four minutes. Yeah. Um, and anyway. they just kind of like bungled it, and they didn't actually steal anything, yeah. I think. Um, but he was trying to get the money. That was the other thing. They should have taken the art with them, because like, the homeowner got the insurance money it was insurance fraud that he was trying to pull. Right. And Mr. Bean heard one of the uh Which also robbers talking about that in jail. Yeah. And called and, and uh called the police and mm. uh turned the guy in so they let him go or something. Yeah, there there's I feel a like few, the robbers should have done that. There's a few leaps in logic. The first one is, as you said, Apparently, these robbers were seen in the neighborhood robbing other places. Right. So it's like, so this guy contact real robbers <laughs> to commit insurance fraud, or are they doing? Are they robbing other houses as like part of the backstory of like, look, they're legit. They've yeah. they've been robbing places. So there's that. The second leap in logic is. If they were going to plan insurance fraud, don't hire a house sitter. Right. Why would you hire a house sitter then? Make the house just not have a house sitter. (laughs) And then these guys can easily steal all your fraudulent uh, stuff. That's number two. And then, as you said, number three is why wouldn't the robbers have have squealed on the guy? Like that's that's the whole risk there of like. These robbers, I'm sure, were given assurances like, hey, you're going to help me with this insurance fraud. I'll pay you. But also, there will be very low chances of you getting in trouble because I'm not going to call the cops on you. I'm not actually going to be there. The cops will never catch you, uh, which is good because if they did catch you, they would find out that all of my stuff is fraudulent. Or they wouldn't even find that out. They'd just give it back to me and be like, here you go, sir. We recovered your artwork. Uh, So, yeah, it doesn't make sense why the guys wouldn't, once they got caught, why they wouldn't have said, oh, actually, we weren't robbing the place. Uh, Tell you what, give us immunity and we'll tell you what we were actually doing. Also, uh, the scam that he was pulling, Mm -hmm. I don't see how it would work. Like, he claimed with multiple things, like, I bought this, and they thought it was something else, but it turned out that it was actually priceless and valuable. Yeah, it's like, well, how did he, how did he pull that? Out? Anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, about trying to get the B. Is what all this he's movie is bragging about. about it uh, three months later after they've like yeah. rebuilt the house and they're yeah. having a party, and he's well, I guess he's probably talking about he said that about that mobile too though Uh, he was like yeah "Uh, they didn't know it was this uh, but i had an inkling and then like but is it just him making it home and just being like 
oh yeah, this art is actually valuable I guess art. Like, makes... Don't you have to get that like verified by somebody? Yeah, I mean, you would for an insurance. You can't take out multi-million dollar insurance policies without them checking the art. I put I a mean, life insurance policy on you um, <laughs> that I'm the beneficiary of, just so you know. Okay, well, that's good. They didn't check me out, though, so uh, joke's going to be on them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they would They would have had to check. I guess it kind of makes sense that he could that he would be like, oh, I only spent $10,000 on this, but it's worth... Uh, ten million dollars as a reason why to explain why he didn't, why he's not, why he doesn't have a receipt for you know. Yeah. Oh, I spent ten thousand. Here right. it is. That like he bought it off a forger cheap, and then was like, oh, it, it turned yeah. out it was worth a lot more. Anyway, this is a lot of leaps in logic yeah. for this. Um, for basically just a way at the end for them to be like, no, those guys were the bad guys all mm-hmm. along. Can I uh, to propose uh, a plot point? Sure. The bee should have stung him. Uh, it was like a bumblebee, though. I don't think they really sting, right? No, I don't know. Well, and if they do, they die afterwards. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, I thought there was going to be more of like, oh, he's also afraid of being stung. Yeah. <laughs> No, it could have been just a fly. No, yeah. I mean, the bee didn't... Yeah, this bee really didn't do anything bad. No. It was annoying. It was buzzing. Yeah, kind of. But, like, it it, it's, it was mostly keeping to itself. Yeah. In the I case don't... of man versus bee, I find bee... Unanimously be... for the bee. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then at the end, you think it, the lesson's going to be you got to learn to accept the bee in your life. Yeah. But then, oh, no, then Mr. Beans goes nuts and, and uh, tries <laughs> he, to kill it again. He's on vacation with his daughter. And then just goes into the RV, and it's not even funny, like, slapstick stuff. He's just, like, Destroying smashing it. up the RV trying to get the bee. This guy yeah. will never change. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, he got out of jail. Great. Maybe he even got. Uh, I I I think they did give him some reward, right? Right. A monet. Yeah, they show him holding up a check for five thousand pounds. Upside down because he's Upside, a freaking yeah, idiot. Yeah, because he's a moron, as his as his ex wife will tell you. Hmm. Uh, so he, he presumably uses that to take his daughter on a on a vacation finally. But then, yeah, he's destroying the the camper they rented. And it's like, all right, well, great. Now he's going to be out of his deposit. This guy, <laughs> this guy's not learned anything. He's going to continue to disappoint his daughter and infuriate his ex-wife. Uh, yeah, well, left me in a left me in a sad in, in a sad state. Yeah, I was sobbing all night after watching this. Did you find any parts of this funny? Yeah, I thought some of the slapstick was good. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, he... I thought he looked cool when he was in jail. <laughs> oh, with this like shaggy hair. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Um. He. Uh... Did you find any parts funny? Yeah, I guess I found some. I didn't find it up to the level that, you know, no. he, he was doing in the 90s. And I was reading, apparently, he had to have, like, a physical therapist there to, like, you know. And it made, at first, I was kind of, like, laughing at it. But uh, but he was talking about, which makes sense. He's like, you know, there are some scenes where it's like, all right, you have to, like, run over, bend down, and pick this up. But then we have to do that 10 times. Right. <laughs> like, I'm old now. Like, I need to stretch and yeah. and you know, not, not hurt myself when I'm doing these things. Look, I'm not against this movie. I don't think this streaming limited series. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's for me, but yeah. I don't know who it's for. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, I mean like a five-year-old would be the target audience, but there's the diarrhea and yeah. the, and the shit, the dog shit and like, uh, the jerking off stuff. Yeah. And like, I don't think the, kids would understand insurance fraud I at think the end that's and why that the worked. insurance fraud didn't make, we we picked apart this insurance fraud that like was really just a plot point for kids to not understand to be like oh it turns out the, the rich guy was bad all along and he was doing money things that were bad yeah um, i don't know hopefully i'm sure he got a, a nice payday from netflix for this yeah <laughs> like he needs more money oh, th- thank god <laughs> mr bean says more money well it's also weird i was i was reading too where he talked about how like after he does a project he's like creatively exhausted yeah 
Uh, but he's like, you know, for, for, you know, which I do again, you know, you can laugh at like, oh, creatively exhausted. How creative was this? But apparently he's, he's very much a perfectionist Mm. and like when he's, and it makes sense too, when he's on something like this, it's like, no, he's having like input on everything. Like he's basically directing and writing it and producing it too. Um, but uh, but he was like, ah, yeah. So for like six months, I'm just useless. And I'm like, six months? He puts out something like every five years at this <laughs> point, I feel like. Which again, I mean, if I were in his position, I'd never put anything out again. Yeah. I'd just l- sit on my ass and count my money. But Cradle your infant child at <laughs> 67 years old. His His wife is the same age I am. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was thinking about what it would take for me to marry him. Hmm. Probably a lot. You'd I don't think I'd be dress interested. Dress up like a sexy lady. He would dress up like a sexy lady? No, you lady? would have to. Oh, yeah. I would have to, yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking at the very least, he would have to, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can woo Mr. Beans yeah, away from his new UK, wife. Uh, yeah, we're going to the UK soon. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I heard you're into 41-year-olds. <laughs> Uh, take a look at this this fine specimen. Yeah. All right. Be dressed like a sexy lady. I <laughs> have a sexy dress for him. Here, put this on for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. All yeah. right. Uh, next, uh, Ginger is back. Next week, back to books. Yeah. Uh, you're reading. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to put a poll up or just uh, be a, a boy king and decide mm-hmm. a book of my own. Yes, you'll find out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. We'll see you next week.